Welcome to the bonus episode of Season 3 of the Little Sparks Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about inherent goodness, original sin, and self-esteem. You are inherently good because God made you good. I'd like you to sit with this for a moment. How does it make you feel? Do you feel like that's accurate? Something to be embraced? A gift to praise God for? Or does it make you feel uncomfortable? Do you question this in your heart or in your mind? Or do you even deny it altogether? That couldn't possibly be accurate. God is good. This is something that we as Christians take as a given. It's all over scripture. God is all good. Logically, it follows that because he is all good, he cannot create anything that is not good. And you might be wondering, well, that's great, but then why am I flawed? And to answer that question, we have to go back to original sin and its effects. I was reading the Catechism of the Catholic Church recently on what it has to say about original sin, and I want to read to you what the Catechism has to say. Following St. Paul, the Church has always taught that the overwhelming misery which oppresses men in their inclination towards evil and death cannot be understood apart from their connection with Adam's sin and the fact that he has transmitted to us a sin with which we are all born afflicted, a sin which is the death of the soul. Because of this certainty of faith, the Church baptizes for the remission of sins even tiny infants who have not committed personal sin. How did the sin of Adam become the sin of all his descendants? The whole human race is in Adam as one body of one man. By this unity of the human race, all men are implicated in Adam's sin, as all are implicated in Christ's justice. Still, the transmission of original sin is a mystery that we cannot fully understand. But we do know by revelation that Adam had received original holiness and justice not for himself alone, but for all human nature. By yielding to the tempter, Adam and Eve committed a personal sin but this sin affected the human nature that they would then transmit in a fallen state. It is a sin which will be transmitted by propagation to all mankind, that is, by the transmission of a human nature deprived of original holiness and justice. And that is why original sin is called sin only in an analogical sense. It is a sin contracted and not committed, a state and not an act. And so from here we see that original sin affects every single one of us. Original sin is what's responsible for our weaknesses, our failings, our flaws. And even after we're baptized, we still have to deal with the effects of original sin, sickness, death, tendency to sin. We still have to deal with our weaknesses and our flaws. But praise be that we have the grace of God to help us through. Original sin and its effects don't mean that we are not inherently good. Last year, I was listening to Father Mike Schmitz with the Bible in a Year podcast, and he said something really interesting at one point. We're deprived, not depraved. There's an idea sometimes that floats around Christian circles that because of original sin, it took away our inherent goodness. We can't do anything good. We are incapable of doing anything without 
sin-tainting it somehow. But this is not the case. Because if that were the case, it would ignore God's grace entirely. We are deprived. Our souls are deprived. But that doesn't mean that with the grace of God, we can't do good things. We have the freedom to choose good. God in his mercy and goodness helps us to do this through his grace and the sacraments that he has given us. This is why it's so important to cultivate a prayer life. This is why it's so important to frequent the sacraments. They are gifts that God has given to us. Now, as musicians, it's easy for us to struggle with our self-esteem. And no wonder, too, our very craft is so deeply tied to our hearts. Criticism about the music we can make can easily wound our hearts because of this. They're so tied up. But remember this, no matter what, you are inherently good because God made you good. And the more that you internalize this as a musician and as a person, the more easily God will be able to shine through all that you do. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit by virtue of your baptism, and that is an incredible thing. The Holy Spirit residing in you has the ability to transform you into a saint. And he does this by sanctifying all that you do. But he gave us free will, and we can choose not to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. We can choose to buy into the lies that we are not good, that we will never be good enough, that we cannot do anything, we're incapable, whatever it is that the music we make will never be good enough, that we'll never be able to do anything with it, that we won't be able to affect people's hearts, that we shouldn't give away these gifts of music to other people because somehow we just aren't good enough inside. We can choose to listen to these lies, or we can choose to listen to what God says. We can choose to listen to the truth. We can choose to recognize that we are inherently good while still struggling with the effects of original sin. Catholicism is a religion of both and, not either or. These two things can coexist at the same time. You can be inherently good while struggling with the effects of original sin. Because that's every single one of us. So we can listen to the lies or we can listen to the truth. And when we listen to the truth, we allow God in. We allow him to work within us. We allow his grace to sanctify our actions, our music, every aspect of our very lives, if we but just cooperate with him. Remember, God loves you. And his healing love can bind all wounds. You are inherently good because God made you.